listening to my voice one also take a few extra seconds to rate comment i'll greatly appreciate it so yes we are discussing the final season of peaky binders i mean it's the final actual season but there's been talk about a potential final movie but you know that's all still tbd so we can get to that at the end um but before we jump in this is a solo hosted show it is just me there will be spoilers for everything Peaky Blinders related and I can go in circles I can repeat myself you know all those human things that humans can do so uh let's get into this so Peaky Blinders is the final season it has been a long ride if you have been with me since I first began discussing Peaky Blinders then you know how much I enjoy watching this show um in the final season did not disappoint uh because I binged this then you guys will also know that I have notes for literally every season um and then I have some takeaways so the takeaways though that I have are mostly around the end the like final episode um so yes, oh my gosh, I don't understand why I have like a whole line of Spanish in my notes. That does not make sense and I don't even know why it's here. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. So, Peaky Blinders, six episodes. Um, one of the things that I enjoy about this show that I always say is that it is a short season of TV, as is usually the case when we discuss um, our British TV shows. And Peaky Blinders is no different. Um, Peaky Blinders is also interesting because when this dropped, this is like not normally the time of year that it would drop in the U.S. So because it is a U.K. show, it drops there first. They get it. And then we see it's like one of those um, partnerships between, I think, the BBC and Netflix or something like that. So it drops there and then we get it here we typically would get it in the winter because if you listen to any of my previous discussions that is usually when I would like be on break from work and I would just be prepared to binge Peaky Blinders during that time but here we are we are in June and we finally got um the last season it's been how long has it been since the last or since season five. Season five dropped in 2019. So it's been over two years since between the seasons, which is kind of on par for Peaky Blinders, at least from four to five, but then five to six. Three to four was about a year. Two to three was about two years. One to two was okay. These these dates cannot be right. Okay, they must be off on the years. Either way, it's been a couple of years since we saw, um, we've last um, seen the Shelbys. And the way we left off with things, we were like, oh my gosh, is Tommy going to kill himself? I mean, we were getting another season, so we knew Tommy was going to kill himself. Tommy's just very hard to kill. But we come back, he didn't kill himself. Um, we find out that the bullets have been removed before he was given the gun. Um, so he didn't end up killing his, his, himself. But one of the things that did happen between episodes, Helen McCrory uh, passed 
in the fall, I want to say, of 2021. So the end of 2021. Um, I am not sure. Was that 2021? Oh my gosh. Now it feels like things are melting together, but I'm pretty sure it's 2021. Um, but I'm not sure when season, yeah, it was 2021 or April. It's actually the spring of 2021. Okay, so I'm not sure when they began shooting or even when they wrapped up, but seeing as it's dropped in the UK, I think at the beginning of this year, first, and then dropped in the US, then they, it's possible they could have filmed last year and then it was in post-production, but I'm sure because she passed from cancer, so there's a chance that she's probably sick and just couldn't do it anyway. So it was like, okay, what's going to happen to her character in the show, to Polly? What are they going to, like, how's that all going to play out? And they answered that very quickly in the beginning because we know that um, Tommy was at the, um, or was given a speech or essentially they had planned an assassination that did not go off the way they wanted to. They actually ended up getting got and lost some of uh, their people. And one of those people also ended up being Polly. And so that was kind of what was like the dividing uh, factor between Tommy and Michael. And if you listen to season five, then you know that... Uh, Michael and his new wife, who was like our um, American, which I'm going to find her name and then I will tell you guys, but I thought she was super annoying. Didn't even realize that um, the person who was playing his wife, Gina, which is his wife's name, played by Anya Taylor-Joy, didn't even realize that that was Anya Taylor-Joy until like this season, because <laughs> between season five and season six like we've seen her now in a lot of things and then it was like oh my gosh can't believe that was her I mean like at some point I think I knew but it was just like oh gosh okay yeah but she was still annoying this season um it, it made me frustrated with Michael because it was just like as much as the sh the Shelby's or like their driving factor has been like family the fact that and I know they were like, oh, Polly said that between him, between Michael and Tommy, one of them would have to die. Like, there would be a war. But I'm just like, for this to have always been, like, for for Tommy to have always been, like, a family-driven person, a lot of the things that he does is because he's trying to, like, it's for him because he's a selfish person, but also, like, a lot of it is family-driven as well. Like, he's he will protect his family. And so to have Michael come in, Michael is taken into the family, learned the ropes, like all that stuff. Him and Tommy butted heads a, a few times, especially in like season five, where he, when he ends up meeting Gina and then they end up getting married. And she, like, she's coming from like a gang family in a way as well. So she's very um, opinionated. And then it just was like, she was in his ear and it just made, I don't know, it made me frustrated with them uh, this season because I don't know, the, essentially because Polly is, their aunt so that would make Michael their cousin I'm just like would I or they're like first cousin so I'm just like would I throw my first cousin under the bus or like try to set them set them up 
to be murdered or murder them because I blame them for my mom dying. Although like I get it, Michael's like grieving and all that stuff. Then he ended up for majority of the season in jail. <laughs> but the fact that he was like, oh, just gung-ho, like Tommy, it's your fault for what happened to my mom. I blame you because you kept, you were so, um, what's the word? You had such a tunnel vision and were so focused on like what was best for Tommy that you like let her and let her fall for your like thinking and things like that. It was just like, that's still to me, Michael, not one, not strong enough to be like, oh, I blame Tommy for Polly's death because Polly is a grown woman and did what she wanted to do. But then also it's not enough for me to be like, oh, I'm going to kill my cousin. And if you listen for a while, you know how I feel about family things. Like it's just it's it's just like we're not going that that far into constructing murders of my cousins. Um so yeah, so when we got to and I kept being like, because you know, I'm optimistic. I love family things. So I'm like, maybe Michael's just all talking. He's not actually going to follow through. But then when we get all the way to the end, where finally um, Tommy and Michael come face to face after not being, or since the beginning of the season, because we know he saw Michael in the first episode and then Michael went back to the U.S. and then Tommy got him put in jail, which was like kind of effed up, but still not enough for me to be like, oh, I'm going to kill my cousin. <laughs> So that was the first time at the end where we saw them come face to face where Michael was working with um, Gina's uncle's people and that whole relationship between her and her uncle was super weird and like borderline um, incestuous. It was just the way that things, I don't know, that's the vibes I was getting. It was weird um, and didn't really make sense to me. Uh but we see him work with them and he's like, oh, bullet's not going to kill him. Like they come with this whole plan to blow up the car. But of course, it's like, Michael, do you not know Tommy? You should know that he's going to figure things out. He's going to find, he's going to be five steps ahead of you and he's going to pull the wool over your head. So they switch the car bombs. The other car ends up being bombed, not the car that... Tommy's in and then Tommy ends up killing Michael. I was just like, oh, it's kind of sad, but okay. Even the whole thing with Arthur, it was just like, do you guys know who you're not know who you're dealing with? Do you not know what these what they've seemed to have survived? Makes no sense. And then come to find out the person like in the weeds of things helping them is Alfie, which I thought was so funny. If you've listened for a while, then you know how I feel about Tom Hardy. He's like one of my tops or top as in like acting and all that stuff. And I even talked about this when I talked about Venom. I was like, it made me realize I miss seeing him and things. So I was happy to see him um, reprise the role of Alfie in this and got to see him a couple times throughout um, the time, the first time one taught me, this is him and it's like, pretty much you need to get your shit together. <laughs> and be the like murderous bastard that I know you are and then um at the end after everything was done with Michael when Alfie showed up I don't know it's just something about when Alfie shows up I'm immediately laughing everything that comes out of his mouth is 
hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, oh my gosh, I loved it. And I was happy to see him um, pull, pull all the way through. What else is, uh, or what else stands out that we should talk about? Oh no, my notes closed. Let's see. Anything happening episode one? I've also gotten to the habit of writing down anytime a date shows up on the screen for any show or like any kind of text, a city. I have gotten into the habit of putting it in my notes because I feel like I always have to reference it at some point. Um, yeah. And it was also interesting because I am a little bit of a like history nerd <laughs> again. I always say, if you've listened for a while, but if you've listened for a while, then you know that I love when, like, real historical um, references are made in TV shows or movies. Because I like to be like, okay, what actually is real and what actually wasn't? And so, because of the time that we're in, because we're in, like, the early 30s now, that's when, and again, I'm not from, like, England or like the UK or anything from America so like my British history and all that is not as sharp (laughs) as my American history um but I do know like because it was going on in the United States as well like fascist fascism socialist socialism as in socialist as it was defined back then versus how they try to define socialism now which is not the same thing nationalism like all that stuff was going on um we also know that what is his name who was played by let's see I'm going to try to find him but we know that his character the one who Tommy was like kind of like friends with them was like not friends with I don't know it's a weird relationship because even when he showed up with his wife who was like based on a real person as well like I don't know I won't say there that her behavior and how she acted towards Tommy as far as like sleeping with him and all that stuff like I'm not going to say that was all like historically accurate but as far as like her as the person (laughs) she is a historical um figure and Oswald Mosley, Mosley, that's what I was trying to find, um, played by Sam Claflin. I realize I haven't said anyone's name. Well, actually I have, but we all know, like, Killian Murphy is Tommy, Paul Anderson is Arthur. Like, I've, I thought, feel like those are the, like, main ones I didn't say, but, like, we know, we know who's playing in this if you've watched this far into the show. <laughs> um, but, like, seeing... Because you know, like, in history, like, there are certain dates that they would have to at least reference, depending on what point in time that they are. So, like, if you go and, like, look up, oh, Oswald Mosley, then you, and if I'm saying his last name wrong, I it, I could be. Mosley, Mosley, I don't know. Um, but, um, you know, at some point in time... Um, fascist, fascist, fascism, oh my gosh, I don't know why that's a tongue tire, like, is defeated, and also, 
I believe this is around the time of Hitler as well. Yeah, so you know, like, all that stuff. Like, you're tracking that timeline. So it's like, okay, how close are we going to get to these actual events? Um, you don't get that close. Like, we're, we kind of are in the midst of it where we leave, where we leave off. But I always think that's interesting. Oh, what else? Oh, Diana was the wife's name. I was just like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, when Ruby died, that was so sad. Uh, his daughter because just like again Tommy has always been driven yes on the surface it seems like he's been driven selfishly driven or I should say driven by uh selfish tendencies I guess or selfish aspirations but overall he's always been about his family and if you just look across the entire series then you will, you're like, oh, he's driven. He's like working towards building this legacy for his family, but also like he's experienced a lot of loss. Uh, he lost his brother. He lost his aunt. He lost a lot of his like friends or like the people you would consider as part of his like extended family. And then he lose he he lost his first wife. Uh, he lost now his daughter. So it's just like, it's a lot of loss. And so when Ruby died, it was just, it's like, oh, maybe she won't die, but she actually does end up dying. And it, and it, you see those types of things, you're like, oh yeah, like back then when you got sick, there usually wasn't much of a cure. It's like, oh, you may get through it, you may not, but we're going to lean on the chance that you may not. And so a lot of people um, end up dying for, from things that, I mean, today we don't see a lot of um, people getting sick from it. But um, also, if it was to happen today, like they, you most likely wouldn't die from it. But also, I keep I keep saying, but also, uh, what's his name? When freaking who was Charlie? Because I wrote. Jeesh, poor Charlie, and then damn Finn. I know what damn Finn is for, but poor Charlie. I'm not sure what that is. That's going to come to me, though. But um, the whole thing where Tommy thought that he was dying and, like, he had, like, an incurable um, tumor at the base of his head and then come to find out it was all a lie. He did better than me because I for sure thought he's gonna kill that man. <laughs> Can you imagine that someone purposely tells you that you have a short amount of time to live on the hopes that you will kill yourself? There's no way. There's no way. Also, the person to come up with that type of plan is a despicable, horrible human being because there's no way. Granted, Tommy has killed a lot of people. He's done a lot of people wrong. He's done a lot of wrong things in his life. But he's also done a lot of good things in his life. That's what's like the beauty of like a show like this and a character like Tommy is because you see a lot of complexities and a lot of... Um, weighing the wrong against the right as you're watching things but that does not justify making someone believe you as their 
doctor that they trust that they are going to die in like less than a year. There's no way. There's no way. I was really surprised when Tommy let him walk away because <laughs> there is no way. Um, okay. What else did I want to talk about before I wrap this up? Because I don't think this is going to be too, too long. I feel like this is only six episodes. I feel like everything wrapped up. For the most part, I didn't feel like there were a lot of cliffhangers. Um, the one thing I will say, Finn, which is like their younger brother. Uh, there were a lot of moments where I was like, okay, where is Finn? Like, I, we see him at the beginning um, when they are like, I don't, they, I wouldn't call it burial because when someone passes, they like put them in the carriage or whatever and then they light it on fire. So I, I guess like ceremony. Um, we saw him at Polly's. And then we saw him at Ruby's, but like, and then we saw him like a couple of times more in the later half of the season. But I was just like, where is he at? What's going on? And then we find out he got married. And then um, the guy who he was like super close with is the one who ends up um, acting as a mole for Gina's uncle. And so when everything was going down, when they were trying to set it up to have Arthur killed while he was on his own and then like the whole thing that was supposed to happen um to Tommy when he went to meet Michael like of course they found that out um and he just Finn did not want to believe that he was capable of turning on them and then also did not want to kill him even though he essentially would have been the culprit had Arthur and or um, Tommy, but more so Arthur, because he was to tell them when Arthur would be on his own. Um, he would be the culprit if he were to have actually died. And so then he was just like, oh, I'm not going to do it. And then um, we also find out Tommy has a, um, what do you, I don't want to say illegitimate, but like he has a child that he didn't find out about until recently who's like grown and he kind of like takes him into the family and so he kind of like handles everything that's going on with Finn but like Finn's like uh because he tells him that essentially what's his name Duke he tells him he's like if you don't do this then I've been given orders that to tell you that you are no longer part of the Shelby family or not no longer part of the Shelby family but like essentially you got to leave they don't want to see your face um, and so essentially that kind of like creates or is a setup for a future um, feud between Finn and Duke, which is kind of sad because it's just like, oh, you guys are family, even though like Duke is kind of new. We don't really know him, but like, I feel like it's unnecessary for them to be fighting because there was a threat on the family. They neutralized the threat and Finn just didn't like it, even though he should have gotten with the picture, especially because it's like, do you not know who your family is? Doesn't make sense. Um, but I feel like that was kind of a way if they ever wanted to do like a spinoff and focus, which I'm like, when we talk about spinoffs, I don't like talking about spinoffs because if you try to spin it off of like someone who's close, I mean, I could see, I guess we can get into future talks. Cause is there anything? Oh no, no, no. Cause it's one more thing. What well, kind of ties into future talk, future talk as well. Tuberculoma. That was what, um, Tommy had. 
Um, yeah. Okay. Let's. Okay, we're gonna start to talk about what's gonna what could happen in this movie that they keep saying might may come may happen or they're saying it's supposed to happen, but like, I'm. Mm, we'll get into it. So. They could potentially use like the Finn Duke thing as a like spinoff if they want to do a spinoff. I always think it's weird to do a spinoff with someone in the family because then it's like, where's everyone else in the family? And yeah, you can make a case for like Finn being off on his own and like Duke is kind of off on his own as well. Um, just based on kind of where things are left with Tommy. But then it also depends on if they do do the movie, what does that even look like? Um, how we're left with Tommy after Tommy finds out because he was about to kill himself, but then he comes to a realization that the tuberculoma was a setup. <laughs> and then they he gets back to where he had been like living out his last days or what he thought was his last days. And he sees that um, they burned it down. And so since he was like showing pretty much or like a, um, what's the word? Not omen, because that's like not not the right word at all. But it's like a correlation of where we started with Tommy and then where we left off with Tommy. Tommy, whereas in the beginning we see Tommy, he rides in on a dark horse. And then in, at the end, we see Tom, the dark horse that he actually ended up having to kill at some point um, in the series. And then we see him ride off in this final episode on the white horse. So it's kind of speaking to like how when we find Tommy he's like in this dark space and like seeing him like transition into like a more a place of light in a way <laughs> so kind of speak to like how he's like starting anew there's a fresh start um so it's like okay what if we were to do this movie what would it be about um and I think that is the biggest question because Killian Murphy was doing interviews because you know final season so he had to do the interviews and all that stuff and was asked about the movie and essentially um he said that they haven't seen a script yet and he feels they should take a break then regroup but he's always up for reprising the role of Tommy Shelby so like there's no script we don't know what would happen in this um movie and like we literally just finished and wrapped up the season. I also think it's interesting that a lot of these shows are like, oh, we had we had our final season, but up, oh, wait a minute, we're not done yet. We're gonna give you a movie, and then we just are like, we never know when the movie's gonna come. <laughs> so weird. Um, so I don't know what could happen in a potential movie because I feel like the way we ended things, like I'm okay with leaving it as we left it because it doesn't feel like there was um like any questions or stones unturned enough so for me to be like, oh, we need another season or oh, I want to see another um, movie or like I need a movie to help wrap things up. So that's kind of where I am on things. But overall, love Peaky Blinders, love this final season, love how everything wrapped up. This is like one of the few shows where as soon as I started, like I'm committed to finishing it, I will just sit and watch it all the way through um, with no breaks because it is that good. And like, 
I be tuned in and I also have to have the subtitles on because sometimes I can't understand everything that they're saying. Um, but yeah, this is the only show that I watch with the subtitles on and I'm like 100% zoomed in from start all the way through to the end. And I'm going to miss this show because it definitely bought like a different um, spin and like viewpoint on like an historical show that's like based around a gang in a way and seeing how that gang and that that gang who was a family is essentially evolved over time was definitely fun to watch so that's all I have I want to know what you guys thought about this final season of Peaky Blinders are you excited about this potential movie do you even want to see a movie <laughs> let me know all the things and I will talk to you guys in the next episode that's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currentlybenjamin on Instagram and at currentbenjamin Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.